Gentlemen, thank you for being here this afternoon. Uh, my name is Kyle McLowry. I'm the host of the PFFA pod, as hopefully you all know already. I'm sitting here today with Aspirin Brewer and Isaac McLennan, and uh, we're just going to chat. We're talking about vaccine mandate stuff today. Obviously, it's a hot topic. It's around noon today, September 1st. I'm trying to get this out as soon as possible. Um, full disclosure uh, for me, like I just got back last night. I've been gone for a week. I was keeping up on the Slack channel a little bit. I even dipped my toe in for a minute and then decided to pull back out. Um, stuff has happened. I just heard about this morning. So I guess I'd like to just offer Aspen yeah. an opportunity just to step back and give us a little bit of a timeline yeah. about, and I, I'm, I'm sorry if I used the wrong words, we're all going to do our best to just be as honest and straightforward as possible. The, the organization or the group, Yeah, um, I heard about this morning. So yeah. what's the name of it? And then if you could just give a little bit of the genesis, I guess, because I'm guessing yeah. many people know about it, but not everybody. Sure. So is that a good, decent place to start for you guys? Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'll just give just a real quick rundown. Um, and I'm sorry to interrupt real quick. What's the, what's the name of the group you're trying? Portland Firefighters United. Thank you. Sorry. Okay, go yep. ahead. And that's referring to a group of uh, firefighters, Portland firefighters, that are united in refusing the vaccine mandate. Okay. And um, as such, are facing a potential termination, mm -hmm. separation of employment. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, as as you all know, uh, it wasn't so long ago that uh, Governor Kate Brown um, came out with a mandate um, to get vaccinated or be terminated. And then uh, a short time after that, maybe a few days, and, and it, uh, I don't have my computer in front of me. I'm not watching exact dates or timelines, but at some point right after that, uh, Tom Reinhart came out with his memo that basically uh, doubled down and reaffirmed that. <clears throat> it's all within the past two weeks, I think. Is that fairly accurate? Yeah, the, the 19th of, of, uh, of August, August was when Kate Brown yep. uh, came out with her press conference yeah. around 11 a.m. Mm -hmm. um, that one, you know, we, we got word a little earlier than that from the uh, Ted, Ted Wheeler. He sent an email mm -hmm. out to all city employees with his proposal that he would yes. have... Um, he was looking at I, that. I can't yep. remember which which bureau uh, look into that, and then it was going to go to council, and then yeah. so on. And that was kind of that went. went that was I the first sort of indication that right. that's where this was headed. I, I feel like that was kind of the beginning, maybe, of when people started yeah. to be concerned about what yes. was about to happen. Yes, and the reason that I I bring this up, of course, to start this conversation is to outline the timeline, okay. so that everyone kind of understands. I mean, look at where we are today. It's September first. Mm -hmm. The timeline has been incredibly compressed. And what we have now, which was uh, just sent out recently, it was on top of the October 18th deadline. We now have a September 10th deadline. And this adds a, or creates, I should say, a tremendous amount of stress and anxiety for someone who has made the choice uh, not to take the vaccine. And that is important to recognize as I sort of describe what happened and how uh, a group was formed. Uh, so in the, in the days after uh, those announcements that we just talked about, uh, I, got a, I got a phone call from someone, a coworker, and they said, hey, knowing that I am not vaccinated, I've been really open and uh, I've engaged people in conversation, so this was not a secret. Um, they reached out to me. Um, hey, we're all really scared and worried 
and we don't know what's going to happen next. We created a chat group to help kind of support one another and share information. Um, would you be interested in joining? And uh, I'm not a social media person. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. I'm on none of those. And it's for no other reason than I'm just not interested. In this case, I said, yeah, of course. I, I, I want to talk to you all. We're all like each individual person sitting there scared beyond what you can believe. Mm -hmm. uh, the fear is real mm -hmm. uh, in, in thinking about losing your livelihood or compromising um, your morals and values making that choice. And so I joined that group and within a few days there was, uh, you know, anyone out there listening, don't quote me on this, but the, the point is to just refer, it was a very short period of time. There was probably nearly a hundred people on there. It happened so fast uh, because people were craving, uh, I think somewhere to connect just like any other group of people that are, that share a very common bond. And in this case, it is a, a common threat and a common fear and everyone's scared. And so mm -hmm. finding a place where you can talk to people and communicate and, uh, and share information. Um, what happened though, was at some point, um, as anyone who's emotionally distraught, they will get amplified yeah. and the energy went, uh, from chatting back and forth to really escalating. And I felt like people were maybe going to make decisions that would be detrimental, uh, to their career. Uh, we're talking about, you know, very sort of low level stuff, but, but people were just, they're really emotional. Sure. And that's what happens in a state of emotion. And so, um, on the sidelines, a few of us started talking and recognized that, um, if someone didn't step up, if someone didn't speak out, that potentially there would be people who would make decisions that we all agreed they would regret. And so <clears throat> this sort of leads us to where we are today and that a few of us did step up and uh, took, I guess, something of a leadership role and that helped. Mm -hmm. And I think just to give it some structure and some purpose mm -hmm. and all this uh, was at the beginning was just a way to help encourage people um, to take a deep breath, calm down and to focus on what's important, which is gather your thoughts. Let's figure out really what's going on. What are our options? Um, let's find out, uh, what the union plans to do for us. And about that time, uh, Alan sent out some videos. Uh, I sent out a letter. So this was all kind of happening at the same time. So, okay, okay. We're heading in the direction. We still, there's a lot of unknowns. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the other things we did was kind of get people assigned to, um, information. So if people are really passionate about vaccines or about the actual vaccine itself and they want to do research, we kind of had people leaning towards that. If people are really interested in uh, union activity around the state or what other fire departments are doing or what the legal options are for us. And the only purpose in doing so was for our own internal information and for information sharing and to either uh, calm people's fears or to uh, take away assumptions or inaccuracies. It wasn't to uh, bargain outside of the local. It wasn't to go to the city with any demands, uh, nothing like that. This was just a group of people who um, share a, a common, uh, I guess, a, 
a common thing yeah. that happens to be terrifying, Got which it. is losing Got your it. job. And I'm sorry. I, sorry, I, I didn't say that well, but. No, no, it's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and I may have missed it, and I, I, I'm not sure. Like I said, I just got back. Was there a, a letter that was sent out? Yeah, that was just last night. Okay. Yeah. So let's fast forward real quick. I don't need yeah. to drag this out and belabor it. So um, the only way to accomplish all of these things, I think, and keep what had it would had in the process of organizing, we went from less than 100 to 120 to 125 I mean, this is a big group of people. And to mm-hmm. be clear, this is people who are refusing the vaccine and people who do not wish to get further boosters. I want to include those folks in this uh, conversation, this group, because it's important to recognize um, there's, there's a big group. Okay. And so, yeah, so, so we organized this group and we sort of, uh, we created a, a board mm-hmm. and we have an advisory board. And that is just to... Um, organize people's thoughts. You can imagine this chat being very chaotic. People are posting information and documents and then they're getting lost and then covered up and the chat's moving on. So it's just a way to organize everyone, give people some purpose and work towards a common goal Mm -hmm. um, of which is entirely positive. I think in our, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. That all makes total sense to me. I just want to also interject real quickly. Of course. uh, Sort of a sidebar. If people are listening to this, with some sort of hope that we're going to talk about opinions or what's right or what's wrong. Yeah. Not, this is not our intent today no. with this group. We're all just speaking for ourselves. Um, uh, Isaac is here, I guess, as, a, as himself. I guess it's yourself. I'm here as myself, but, but all, I, I would are say... You also as an executive board member. Are you representing yeah. the executive board to some degree as yeah, well? I, yeah, I feel like I can uh, represent that. that. Okay. Uh, Alan is out of town currently on vacation with his family. So I think in, in that stead, I think I can speak on his, excuse me, on his behalf. Sure. Uh, I just wanted to say sort of up front, I forgot to yeah. earlier, that uh, this obviously is very clear. There's not just two sides to this issue. There's, there's many, there's many de- de- what's the word? gradations in between staunchly yeah. against and staunchly for and all sorts of room in between. Yeah. Um, and that we're not representing there's there's both sides. Let me. I'm saying this poorly myself now as well. But hopefully, this conversation. My thought, anyways, not to try and put out the the, the like the pointing talking points from either side. It's just to sort of understand there are both those sides, and it's a divisive issue amongst our membership. Hopefully, we can maybe bridge some of that gap. And more more than that, um, I'm not a representative of the union. I used to be, but to see, let's see, and Isaac will hopefully talk about this. What the, how the union is going to address this. Because obviously, like I said, yeah. it's a large group. Mm-hmm. The union always fights for its members. Of course. That's, that's what we do. We take care of our, our members. That's right. And I don't want there to be finger pointing. I don't think there really is, per se, going on. But also, we want to find out. We've heard, I've heard, I guess, there's stuff happening you know, behind the scenes. And if there is any updates, maybe I think you can speak to that. Absolutely. But I think that's sort of the goal here is to yeah. see this is a PFFA pod. Well, how is PFFA moving forward with some actionable items that is addressing at least these members? Yeah. And maybe we can also try and, and in abstract, bring up what the other side members may have some, some concerns as well, the people that are vaccinated. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah I just absolutely. Want, I sort of want to step back to sidebar, then okay. continue forward down this this. this sure. Path. I mean, it, uh, you mentioned the letter, so I can, uh, Isaac, if you want me to address that now, or yeah, go that's for it. totally fine. I'm happy to. So um, there was a, a letter that uh, we posted, 
and people are saying we sent out, um, we posted on our chat, on our private group chat, and then uh, we posted it on the Slack channel for people to see. And then from there, it's up to the individual if they wanna post it on say the Facebook or other social media. The letter itself, the intent is to make people aware of kind of who we are and what we stand for and to hopefully bring a little bit of a humanizing effect. Um, and and I'm, we're not trying to convince anyone of our opinions or our stance. We understand how, again, you use the word divisive, and I think that's appropriate. It's a very divisive issue, and it is uh, tearing uh, some people apart. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I understand and appreciate that. And we don't want to try to convince anyone that our uh, perspective is correct. This is just the position that we're taking. We believe that it should be our choice to put something into our body. And we don't feel like we're in a position where we should have to lose our jobs or do that. That seems a bit uh, like uh, um, an overreach. A little, little draconian. A little bit. It seems like just a bit too much. That's just a bit too far. And so one of the things, and I guess maybe I'm getting a little bit off course, but just to kind of step aside for just a second, okay. um, as this issue is divisive, as we go to work and interact with community members, uh, even family members in some of our cases, uh, we are, I don't want to say under attack, but oftentimes uh, pressured or pushed or um, the questions aren't necessarily kind. Uh, they're loaded and then we're not necessarily listened to. And um, it's, it's hard. Like we just wanted people to know like we're just your coworkers we want to keep coming to work. We've been working with you in these conditions for the last 18 months, and we don't feel like we've done anything wrong in those 18 months. We don't feel like we've hurt anyone in those 18 months, and we just want to keep coming to work and doing our jobs, and please don't see us sent off um, and reduced to rubble, essentially. I mean, here, like, like, look, you've been a firefighter for what I'm pushing 17 years, over 17 years, uh, what other marketable skills do I have? Exactly. Right? And so this is, so that was the intent of the letter. That was it. Nothing more. Yes. Well, I I Um, haven't read it yet, but I'll I'll get to that um, later today. Yeah, it's very, Kyle, it's very benign. I think some of the reaction that I'm hearing is it's not the content of the letter. It's the letter itself. Okay. The fact that it exists. The fact that there's an organization, that it has a board, and that there's a logo on the letter. I've heard a lot about the mm-hmm, logo this mm-hmm. morning. Um, the logo, the design, I'm sorry, did you? No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll. So I can start with the logo. Uh, we created a logo thinking ahead. This is a big part of, hopefully I'll get a chance to get into this. We're looking into the future, um, and if we need to set ourselves up to uh, be active on the streets. Hopefully that would be with our union brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we did and we needed to have something to identify us that people could relate to, mm-hmm. that maybe could be like a hashtag kind of a thing, look this up, find out what's going on, learn about how many firefighters just got fired, that sort of thing. Um, that was it. Very, again, very benign, although it's important to get that feedback. And I'm getting that feedback this morning and that's good. I want, I really want to hear it. We all want to hear it. We don't want to 
create any negativity. We don't want any animosity. We are union all the way through, and we understand that the union is fighting for us, and they don't want us to lose our jobs. We are not here to replace the union or get in the union's way or be obstructionists or create something that distracts from anything. We are just a group of people who share this common threat Right. And we're freaked out. Right. You're not trying to create a splinter group. No, sir. Um, Couldn't be farther from the truth. Okay. Um, and I guess some of that stuff, those issues, yeah. the logo, the letter, et cetera, the group, um, it's sort of procedural is not the right word. It doesn't, it doesn't get to the heart of the issue, which is how, oh, how are we, when I say we, how is the membership, the union going to, protect the membership that is so threatened right now. Yeah. I don't know the answer to this, but um, as speaking with your e-board hat on, Isaac, can you address it at all? Is that something that you're in a position to, or am I getting, are we getting out of the waters for, no. for the minute? No, absolutely. I want to be as transparent as possible um, about everything that we've been doing from the very, very beginning. Uh, this is not something that's new. Right, uh, we have been operating under COVID nineteen protocols. We have been working every turn, every turn of this part of our chapter of our. Uh, we have been there um, at every turn, seeking advice from the International Association of Firefighters, the Oregon State Firefighters Council, attorneys, uh, members, right, all sides, and then now this latest chapter that we find ourselves in the vaccine mandate. Um, it's no different. And we were, as, as soon as we caught wind, read the same letter everybody else did, um, that there is going to be restrictions and they're working on restrictions, we got to work, you know? And to our, to our um, detriment, um, we, op- we go to work and sometimes we don't do a good job of telling people what we're doing, right? So we got to get better at that. That's, that's on me. Right, it's on all of us, but I I wear that for myself, um, and I know that that's something that we need to get better at. And listening, right? We need to be able to listen to people really well, so that they know that their voice is being heard, however they feel, whether it be different than mine um, or anybody else's. All of us have a right to a voice, and all of us should be treated with respect to have that voice heard. Um, I did swear an oath this union to take the position of a of the majority that is the oath of office that every officer takes that is how we operate we operate on a majority system when there's a problem if we don't agree we vote we vote and after the vote we move on that's the position that this union will take and we will move on that said um if you ask somebody well what's the purpose of a union a lot of people will say Protection. Protection is the thing that they think of. Why are, you, why are you in a union? Protection. And they're not wrong, right? Look at what we do. I mean, a lot of what we do is protection for members. But I would argue that, and much to what Aspen had said earlier, is we are in the business of lifestyles. We are in the business of making sure that our members' lifestyles continue for the good work that they do on the job. They give a service, they put in their time, they are rewarded with a lifestyle, right? Time off 
your tr- your work schedule, the money mm-hmm. that you make, mm-hmm. the retirement security that you've earned and deserve, mm-hmm. um, and all of that really. Um, that's really what motivates me, and I think all of us in in the on the executive board is that focus. Yes, we are here as a protection, but we're here as a lifestyle. So in this instance, we got to get our head around what was going on, right? So um, I, you know, uh, we're we're never perfect at this, but um, the intent initially was to find out how many members are impacted. You know, I knew from. Uh, talking around how many people I kept hearing it's 30 members it's 100 members it's 120 members uh so on so forth well now we know from our survey and it's probably plus or minus a few people who uh had trouble taking the survey or took it incorrectly but 130 members are going to be impacted by this vaccine that includes members that work for Portland Fire and Rescue and uh, members who work for the Port of Portland and it is our intent as the executive board we have discussed uh all of uh, our you know, actions going up to this point, our intent is to provide every member who wants assistance, uh, that assistance to maintain their employment with the city of Portland. Uh, and we are working with our attorneys to do that. And it's important that, um, we are, uh, going to send out an additional survey today. You'll probably get it possibly before this podcast comes out. Uh, um, but this podcast will be in line with it. So, the survey will run for three days. Today is the first. So the first, second, third, there'll be a text message survey as much the same way we just did the first one. And I will do a better job at explaining that, hopefully, um, so that we get good compliance. And I, we need people to say, yes, I need assistance. And what that really means is then we got to get you plug, plugged in the right direction. So we have an opportunity to, uh, to uh, work with our union attorneys to make sure that you can maintain your employment, right? And we have a plan for that, and that's going to get executed over the next um, the next week. And then members will have that opportunity to work with our with our attorney. Do you feel like the attorney has enough uh, time in their schedule to meet with all the members? We have been assured that the attorney has assured us that they will make time. Okay, this is important for them. They will make time for us. They they have basically said. I mean, if they have to, they'll work into the night. <laughs> so yeah, they're taking it very seriously. And the and the the impression that I got was that they they feel convicted as well. And I think that helps. You know, for us, they they feel passionate about making sure that um, good firefighters don't lose their jobs. I think that's what they said. Something like that, right? They're was, passionate on this issue. Yeah, it's not. Are. Uh, it's not the law offices of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. It's not. It's not. Yeah, just they're not taking take our money and sitting back no. and going, "Well, we'll f- we'll help you. Maybe we'll see how it works out. Maybe." Right. Um, they they seem genuinely interested in making mm-hmm. something work. And again, for each member, it will be different. And they are going to take the time to sit down with each member and really analyze, you know, what's the best decision for you. Okay. Yeah. And so Aspen, you were able to be part of that conversation with the attorney? I was, yes. Good. Okay. Yep. Yeah. They, um, uh, these guys, the e-board, um, they set up a really nice uh, a webinar for us, which was really great. So anyone who wanted to attend could. Got it. That we was had the, the opportunity to ask it. questions. And it just, I think that was just, that was awesome. 
Yeah. Just really let everyone tune in. They didn't have to hear it secondhand. They didn't have to read it in a memo. Mm-hmm. They got to really sit there and, and digest it and kind of hear everything as it played out. Um, I asked a lot of questions, but everyone got to kind of be there. And okay. then they're chatting with me as we were doing it and chatting on the webinar. So it was a really good. I do it was recall, great. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I do recall that was, was mentioned on the Slack channel. There was that yeah. Zoom that was, that was um, set up. I was on vacation. I was. Yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. uh, we, we had sent out, uh, you know, um, uh, we, had, we had set that up, uh, yeah. you know, to basically reach out to every member affected. And because, because at, we were already working with Aspen at this time, we, you know, it was easy to find out which okay. members were yeah. impacted and let him kind of control that. So, that is not normal, right? We would not normally do that no. uh, in normal in normal times, but we're not normal. We're not really in normal times right now. So, you know, with with that, I think it's important that um, uh, I say that you know, Aspen did a great job. First of all, just being on there and good job, uh, Aspen. Uh, we thanks guys. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I don't know what I'm doing, uh-huh. but yeah. Well, none of us do, yeah. right? I mean, really. I, I that, that's that's at the end of this thing. We just yeah. We have so, to listen to each yeah. other and yeah. be considerate. And this is we're all going through a tough time. You know. Yeah. I'd like to talk about uh, uh, the different opinions and things I've heard out there as well. But before you do that, real quick, I'm sorry. Can you hold that thought for one yeah, second? No. I just want to circle back before I get off this topic of the webinar. Yeah. Did you get a sense after the webinar yeah. on that? Is it a private chat or an email thread you guys have, the, the United It's just group? a private chat, it, yeah. Very... It's not, not, not a problem. Do you get a sense afterwards there was some sense of, uh, at least not satisfaction, but some sense of calming? Did the people okay with, in general, with the, the, the I guess, the uh, yeah. result of that? Yeah, meeting? yeah. I, I don't want to, um, and for those that are they're listening, I'm not trying to put my uh, voice to all of your individual thoughts, but I would just say, just generally speaking, I think everyone that helped everyone feel Good. a little okay. bit better. Okay. I think when you're, when you're in the position of potentially losing your job, like a month from now, or, you know, a little bit over a month from now, it's hard to be like, Oh yeah, that seems good. Like, I think I'm going to be fine. Like there's a ton of stress and anxiety that we're feeling. This okay. is uh, really to the core. So okay. yes, I think it was so helpful. I think to hear, especially to like have it be tangible, like, okay, there is, there's real stuff real things are happening. We're taking steps in the right direction. Um, this attorney is going to help us. Will it, will it work? Will we keep our jobs? Everyone's still going. We have no idea. And the truth is we have no idea. The attorney acknowledged we are in uncharted territories here. There was a lot of, I don't knows, right? Isaac, like they were really honest, which I appreciate. They were like, you know what? Yep. We don't know. Um, but we're hopeful. And here's the legal grounds. This is what makes us feel hopeful. And being able to participate in that conversation was really productive. Okay. By and large, the answer to your question is yes. Okay, good. That? It's a step. Yep. Yeah, and I was just going to add. It is a step, yes. Yeah. To, to that. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, just that I was, I was just acknowledged there was a, a, a multi-alarm fire that happened right at the same time. That's so right. I think there was a lot of people who were <laughs> hoping to be on there or to, that didn't get an opportunity. And um, we didn't record that for obvious reasons. Uh, but, right. and you know, so it's just, that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. So, and one of the things, and, and I'll just kind of interject this. Um, one of the things that I, I want to make really clear is that my intent now, this is all, this all spun sort of out of thin air without any real opportunity for careful thought. And so here we are now, there's this group and mm-hmm. here I am in this position and what does it really mean? And, and what's my role? And I just sort of got thrust into it. 
and really now, and I think Isaac touched on this, is communication. Trying to make sure that we have open communication, effective communication. Great. So. I may have interrupted you a minute ago. I said you're about to get to some another part, another point. Oh well, I mean, I just wanted to. I, I want people to know that, like, I, I guess I wanted to start maybe talk about some of the things that I've heard um, out in the, you know, when people reach out to me or uh, acknowledge some of the feelings uh, of people, and I want to stick to that feelings because I feel like that's that's what this is really about. I, I, you know, we're not going to get into the, you know, the fact checking. That's not what this is about. It's not fact checking each other. It's not who's got the right information because the world is confusing right now on that front. So let's just acknowledge how confusing the world is right now. Yes. Uh, Politically, internally, we are a microcosm of of a larger society and we are all trying to figure this out. So with that, we are on all one team here. This is Local 43. And I uh, I understand that uh, Portland Firefighters United Group... uh, organized for the reasons that they did. Yes. Um, but I, I'll, I'll just start with my own feelings and that initially I was, that hurt my feelings because, uh, you know, I believe in this union. I believe in its power in its structure in its, um, I, we have constitution and bylaws that guide us a contract, which gives us the, the fruits of our labor. And that's what we do as a group. And so, to me, it, uh, it, I think, it, and other people, I think it affected on the, on the executive board, it affected them in a really, um, a way that's like, it just seems um, to be counter to the very work that we do. Uh, and that is what we all stepped up to do. And so right. I've, I've heard rumors of people saying, well, I'm out of the union. I'm quitting. They're not doing it for me. They don't represent me. I'm tired yeah. of giving my money to the union. I'm out. Right. You know, everybody gets to choose that, I guess, on their own path. We don't have any, as, as I know right now, no, nobody's an, a non-member. Um, th- the world has changed on that since Janice. And so I think in some ways, you know, while Janice is scary, that members can just be, you know, I'm just going to say this because this is how I feel. Um, uh, members uh, would be freeloading. Um, I know that's a negative term. I, I acknowledge that, but that's how I feel. And... Uh, it changes the world. That said, I think it makes people like me who have offered to step up as a union leader better because now I have to show you the value. And that's what we're doing right now. For every one of these members, you're about to experience the value of what it is that we do. And so I hope that everybody takes a look at that because I'm not done putting my 12 hour days in. I got more 12 hours today to go. I intend to do that. No, outside of me, let's move on. Excuse me uh, to some of the other things I've heard, um, which is, you know, I oh go ahead, ask. Oh, me. I was just going to say if I can, just just respond a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, sure, yeah, please do. I, yeah, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. I wanted to say uh, I just appreciate your sentiment and I appreciate all of your work. I appreciate who you are, um, and I just wanted to say thank you. And I want to make sure that. Um, you recognize that the the group of unvaccinated folks, we do recognize how hard you're working and we appreciate that. And we know that you're going to continue to work hard for us as union members. Um, the fact that uh, we created some negativity by organizing makes me uh, sad, genuinely. And I wish that that wasn't the case. It was never our intent to hurt anyone or to make someone feel like 
they were being attacked or undermined or subverted. Absolutely not. It feels like I'm about to get my ankles cut off in a month and I'm freaked out. And I, and this feels, I used the word draconian earlier. Mm -hmm. That's how it feels to, to the people who are in the position like me. So when you talk about union dues and people pulling their union dues, that was one of the things that came up first and as a group, and I'm not going to take any credit for it. Uh, it wasn't any one individual, but as a group, we were able to, you know, come back around and calm each other down and mm-hmm. say, Hey, mm-hmm. hang on, hang on a second. You know, we're union brothers and sisters. They are working for us and let's hold on, just hold on. They're going to fight for us. Let's see what, let's see what comes of it. Right. And hang on. And I don't believe we had anyone pull union dues. I don't, I have not heard of a single person. So I just want to say that was a product of the group. And that's good. I mean, and I, that's I, good. I, thank you for your comments earlier as well. And it happened very organically. And so I think our existence has been positive and yeah. it's, it's upsetting to hear, uh, that it had other than positive effects, but I completely understand it. Yeah. It's not that I don't, I completely do. And this is about looking at it from your perspective and where you're sitting and in the chaos of all of the things happening, if I could go back and do it differently and pick up the phone and call you or, or something, right? Sure. I would have, right. Uh, I can't, explain how crazy it was at the beginning when when Tom Tom Reinhardt sent that that yeah. double down on Kate Brown's man it was like someone just took a bomb and threw it through my front door and and locked it right and like, i didn't feel you, that you personally know. right i'll just yeah. in full disclosure i am vaccinated right. uh you know um but i so i didn't i don't know what that feels like but i right. did receive phone calls yeah. immediately the people who felt comfortable contacting me uh-huh. whether it be text or phone calls most of them were phone calls you know half hour at a time which are which is good because yeah. i needed to hear that i needed to hear that i needed to understand what they were feeling yeah i can't do that yeah from a chat group i personally you know no. it's hard because words are hard to convey i mean have you, have you ever when have you, i mean uh, haven't you ever had a, a conversation with somebody in a chat and all of a sudden you're arguing like wait a minute yeah what is that i'm not actually arguing yeah, what you are know, you like what yeah. happened oh it's goodness just, we just didn't i was it was a, i said that as a joke but well, didn't sound yeah. like a joke you know so on and so forth anyway yeah. um I think the chat groups are helpful. Yes. I understand why people went to their own chat group because I think they wanted to feel um, a sense of privacy. They don't. I think privacy yes. maybe been a piece of it. Like I'm not ready to just um, talk f- about some of the things I'm thinking about. Yeah. Outside of people who are thinking like me. Right. And I think that's kind of how that got started. It was like, I. Uh, you know, I need to know, we need to talk about these things together as a group yeah. because they're really scary. Yep. And I think if I talk about them outside of this, people that who are, 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 are aligned, at least in this one yeah. core piece, yeah. um, that could be, a, that could be scary, uh, among other things. It's so how yeah. I, kind of, how I tried to perceive it. Like how, why, why, why would they, you know, and, why you would know, they do that? Right. Yeah. So anyway, I yeah. just, that. Yeah, and I and I think another. If you want to move on to another sure. feeling I've heard yeah, outside yeah. is, yeah. Um, well, I understand that people want to have their 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 freedom of yes. choice. I hear that freedom of choice. Yes. Um, I think for some people, I've heard that it's not necessarily what about their freedom, uh, not instead of choice, but to health, right? Yeah. And so, um, you know, whether they have 
family at home that's uh, compromised or whatever, right? Everybody's got different situations. I'm not an expert. Right. And I know that all, there's all this talk about the viral load and who's that. I'm not going to get right. any of that. I just, right. I'm going to focus on people's feelings because that's yeah. what really matters. I'm afraid yeah. of the coronavirus. Right. So what do, what, you know, I don't understand why my coworkers who are healthcare workers won't get vaccinated. Right. It's, I believe, I'm, I'm not me, I'm, I do believe it's safe and effective, but yes. if I'm, I'm saying member X feels it's a safe and effective vaccine, um, it's the right thing to do for our public health, uh, for our community. We have, we took an oath to serve and so on and so forth. Sure. You know, and I feel like I just want to acknowledge those people. I don't think anybody here has the answer to that, but right. I want those voices to be echoed. And also people, the people who are concerned about the legal fight, the legal fight that's possibly coming out right you know, we're working with attorney to make sure that our members jobs are protected but what follows that and how much money is that going to cost and you know the legal precedents at least currently looking at things that we're coming you know opinions we're getting from right. attorneys are you know that's in long standing that employers can mandate blah 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 well you know is it these are are these different times is this a different approach do we know that, you know? And so right. I think we're going to take a look at all. We're definitely going to take a look at all that. Yeah. Um, but there are people who are concerned about people that are not vaccinated and people that are concerned about the money that we're spending. And while that, you could say that doesn't even come close to the fear of losing your job, right? which we're all going to feel differently about that. Right. I understand that as right. a union leader, how impactful that is. And that's right. why I'm personally laser focused on making sure right. that everybody who wants to stay employed is right. employed. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up, Isaac, stepping back a little bit. And I'm not sure how to say this. It may come out wrong, whatever. Okay. Um, but we're, we're speaking to Aspen, who yeah. loosely represents this 130 sure five people you don't represent them you're speaking for yourself yes but there's there's then there's the other 550 or so whatever numbers that we don't have there's no that's your support group and there just as well that doesn't exist a support group for the people who may be afraid of working with right unvaccinated members it's, but it's important as we talk about all voices being heard i'm not speaking for them either but isaac brought that up a little bit there is that other side um, and, and I don't want to completely ignore that. I'm sure there may be people yelling at their, you know, at their podcast, whatever they're listening to their earbuds right now saying, well, I feel X or I feel like that's, where, where's my voice being heard? I'm bringing it up that that does exist as well. And I know you, yeah. know that. we talked about it a tiny bit and yeah. I'm not, I'm not necessarily putting myself in that category or saying, but that feeling also does exist that. You know, there's that whole talk about the viral load, which we're not going to discuss the science behind. Right. Um, but um, for whatever reason, I don't feel comfortable working with someone who's unvaccinated. That person, yeah. is, those people are out there as well. Yeah. Um, so I just bring it up just as something to be said while we're having this conversation. Um, and I don't want to, like I said, I don't, may not say it completely right. Hopefully you understand at least. Yeah, I do understand. Yeah, the, the gist I of definitely what understand. And I'm glad you brought it up, Isaac. Um, I'm, I'm obviously, I, I shouldn't say obviously, I'm not here to speak, and thank you for, uh, Kyle, for reiterating that. I'm not here to speak officially on anyone's behalf other than my own personally. I am, I think, um, providing a role to a group of people mm -hmm. in a group that share a commonality, but that's really it. And sitting here today talking with both of you, I've just been involved in the process. I am one of our unvaccinated employees, mm -hmm. and so I, I can speak to that. Sure. And I think um, I, 
I don't want to get into in, in this particular format or forum anyway, into the specifics about, um, regarding, uh, vaccinated, unvaccinated or mm -hmm. opinions of viral load or, or anything like that. Um, but what I would say is this, is that, uh, in, uh, the last weeks I have had so many conversations with so many people. I've never had to charge my phone even once a day. And now it's like three times a day. I told my <laughs> wife, we need to order new phones <laughs> because I haven't been off my phone mm -hmm. and I'm never on my phone. Mm -hmm. So now it's showing its weaknesses. Um, but I've had conversations too with people who completely disagree. I've had uh, conversations with people who are angry mm -hmm. and I haven't had a single one yet, a single one yet, not go well. They have all gone well. I think there is a, there's a, something out there in a certain groups. There's not everyone. No one falls into any one category, right? Right. But the folks that I've talked to are an example. I think of a larger group. Uh, there are lots of assumptions that are made. And um, from someone in my perspective, those are hard to deal with. Mm -hmm. And it follows along a mainstream um, common thought process or uh, other maybe media-driven, sure. whatever you want to call it. And so yeah. you go from, and again, I'm not trying to overstate my position at all um, or the position of others. I would never presume to do that. But in conversations, I can tell you, and in uh, other maybe social media posts, or in articles or other media presentations, it goes from non-vaccinated and then goes very quickly to some really awful name calling and bad things. Uh, think Trumpist, racist, bigot, all of these things. None of those things are true for a lot of us. And that's not fair. And we get put in a box immediately. And once I sit down and talk to people and I'm like, I don't know if we've met before, I'm none of those things. Uh, I am not a racist. I am not a bigot. I am not a bad person. Uh, here's just to remind you, here's who I am as a person. And it might surprise you why I'm not getting the vaccine. And we talk for a while. We do not agree at the end, right? right. They will say, I, I completely disagree with you, but I've never heard it from that perspective before. One of the things that we're, we're working really hard on in our group as a group of people, as the unvaccinated, is how we communicate with people. And we're not spreading a false narrative. We are focused on being 100% honest. But communication is such an important aspect to this to make people understand where we're coming from sure. and what our perspective is. The last thing I'll say to touch on a comment you made, uh, Kyle, which is, you know, there's uh, uh, the support group mm -hmm. for people who are unvaccinated. Well, where's the support group for the people who are? This falls back, I think, maybe to, and while this is not a, uh, a direct analogy, but to any other sort of minority group. And when the, the mainstream thought process, the accepted thought process, the accepted action is the large majority, the minority feel a greater desire or need to group together and to create a support system. Totally. And I think you could point to any other group that's been either ostracized or pushed to the edge right, right. of society. Right. I totally get that. It makes total yeah. sense. I think yeah. my point was more that, you know, we're taking this time to sit down 
with yeah. you. Oh, okay. As, as, a, rep- as a pseudo rep- representative, sure. while there is no real other other side pseudo representative for the other group. Yes. Um, which does exist. I just, I just wanted to give a, yeah. okay. somewhat of a, a, a voice to that other group of people that doesn't, yeah. doesn't have that sort of voice. You know, which is important to acknowledge. That's it. Yep. That's it. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Is there anything else anybody wants to add before we jump off? And again, you know, sending this out to the membership. Um, everybody, how do I say this? I think we've been all, I've appreciated the conversation with Aspen. Good. Like I'm also, um, I'm more aligned with Isaac. I, I'm also vaccinated. I feel like it's safe and effective, but I really try very hard in all my, all my interactions in life to try and be as open as possible. Had a great conversation. Like you said, it wasn't, it ended, it wasn't ended well. It went well. Uh, You had a great point of view. I, I understand it. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to change your mind. I know, yeah. you're not trying to change my mind. Um, no, there's nobody's minds being no, changed now. That's no. Not, there's no, no, that's, that's not, nobody's, a, nobody's that's minds being changed. Yeah. That's and not I, where we're going. No. Um, I hope that, uh, like in general discussion tends to be a, a good way forward. So that's kind of what we were going for yeah. here. Um, and m- more than that, not just have discussion, but try and make sure that those that want to keep their job are able to keep their job. That's, Absolutely. That's to me, that's under, that underlines the foundation for everything we're doing right now. Yes. That's the that is my laser focus is yeah. is, is, insure, that. is ensuring that everybody look <laughs> I mean there are a lot of things that make us different people but one of the things that unites us is that we're all members of local forty three and we all work for Portland Fire and Rescue in the Port of Portland right so we have two different departments but I mean look we we chose this profession all of us chose this profession is because we at some level. While we're maybe adrenaline junkies, we're we're also we also care about our community. Mm-hmm. We really do. You know, there's a lot of frustrations that we have currently going on that are outside of our control that we're trying to grasp a hold of. But at the at the at its core, we are all good servants of this community. And I want everybody that chose this profession that got to this job to continue to do that good work. Period. That's it. Mic drop. That's nice work. That's a wrap. Can I close? Please. I just wanted to say again, one more time, I want to reiterate, uh, thank you to the local 43 e-board for your continued service and for your hard work. We appreciate you. I want to say to the membership, we are, and we, I'm going to say we, uh, the folks who have, who are making the choice not to get vaccinated. We are your union brothers and sisters, and we just want to keep coming to work and doing the same job we've been doing in these conditions for the last 18 months. That's all we want. Um, I would ask that uh, the next time you have an opportunity to speak with someone who is either a part of our group or not, but has maybe a slightly different opinion, um, ask them questions and listen, and try to listen with an open mind for as, as long as you feel comfortable. You might be surprised at what you hear. And, um, we're messaging that out to each other as the folks who are choosing to um, not take the vaccine. That's a, a, a big part of what we realize has been a handicap. And maybe we haven't done a great job of that. So we're going to do better. And we want to sit down and talk with you. And we just, for no other reason, just to understand one another maybe a little better. So I want to say thank you to uh, Kyle. This has been a wonderful opportunity. Thank you, Isaac, for sitting with us. He's a Thank busy you, guy. Mm-hmm. Busy guy. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all I have. Great. 
Thanks. All right. Yeah, thank you.